besties. Welcome to Unsolicited Ish, the book talk podcast. Featuring your two new book besties. I'm Sunny. I'm Emmy. Every Tuesday, we talk about our current reads and favorite book boyfriends. Over a delicious, juicy cocktail. If you like spicy books, you probably found us for a reason. So grab a drink and welcome to Unsolicited Ish. Hi, good morning. Hi. It's morning time. I know. Well, it's all actually almost, we 15 minutes and it's noon, but it's morning time. No, it's definitely morning. Um, I originally was gonna get up early and kind of get ready, and then I stayed up way too late reading a certain book. Tell me about what book you're reading. I'm reading the, this one is The Hunting of Adeline, so I finished The Haunting yesterday. And don't, without giving too much away, because we, I think we're probably going to do an episode on both of them. It's very intense already. Yeah. The it's second one is a lot more intense, intense and serious yeah. than the first one is, but like the first one is the just first one is juicy. Insane. Oh my uh, God. What was the uh, line you sent me? Oh my god, there Here, was so I'm God many. or something like oh that. Oh my god. So, uh, it's Call when me she, god. it's when she asks for his name and he says uh, he says like my name is Zade, you can scream that, but like here you can call me God like when they're fucking and I just like lost absolute control. There was a lot Feral. of quotes. Oh, okay, here it is. Um he says, "Zade, that's the only name that will ever leave your lips from now on." <laughs> that's not the that's not the line I'm talking about. I'll find No, hold on. no, no. It this is it. And then it continues. I just didn't read the rest of Wait, it. Wait, what does he say? Um especially when you're making that little pussy feel good and I'm making that pussy feel good, then you call me God. That's the line. There were so many Call me God. There were so many in that book. There was one part. Well, actually maybe I shouldn't say it. But anyways, there's just like, oh, in this second book already, there was one line that I was just like, wait, actually, that's really cute. He's like such a fucked up guy, but he was talking to his friend who's like his right hand and co-worker, and uh, he was like, I don't really care who you end up with as long as you make me Uncle Z, and I was just like, wait, that's so cute. Anyways, we the second that. one, I'm literally only 25% in, and it's very intense, very serious. Um, did I read the epilogue first? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't remember what the epilogue is. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Um, are you going to cut it out? Wait, the end of the book? Yeah. Oh, no, don't tell me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, don't tell me. It took me, I don't know why, it took me a really long time to start it. Um, like I read the first chapter probably months ago and then I just never continued. And then I was like, you know what? Emmy keeps talking about this one. I'm just going to like get into it. I know it'll be good. I just got to get into it. Cause that's my problem with books is I hate starting them. But then as soon as I'm in it, I'm in it for the rest of the day. So I started it. Um, I finished it in two days, <laughs> nine hour book in two days. Something like that. But you finished it really fast, which this book took me a while. I think this one's going to take me longer. Also, no, the first one I read really fast. The second one, I made the mistake of, oh, like, it's a really good book. Don't get me wrong. 
It's just very dark, and I yeah. tried to finish that one while I was on vacation. Oh. And it's not really, like, a vacation read. No. Um, it's very intense. Honestly, that was my mistake on my first, va- my first cruise that yeah. I took was I brought, like, dark, serious books. The oh. only, like, book that I brought that was, like, delicious and smutty was Scarred. Oh, that was a good so one. So I read that one on the plane there, but the rest of them were just kind of, like... I read um, Hellfire a different by type Mallory, of tone. which is, like, that one is, like, it's very dark, but it's, like, still, like, there's some spicy moments that make it really good, but it's still not, like, it's not a Megan Quinn book, where yeah, it's just, no. like... Like, happy-go-lucky, yeah, so smutty that was fun, my, yeah. That was my first mistake, um, was bringing those, but it's really good. Yes, it's really good. I think it'll take me longer just because of, like, the type of book and, like, the content in said book, but... I just, Zayd is too, he's too much. He's I, intense. I've got to finish it. I'm too invested in him. I don't care if he's literally the devil himself, which he is, but I've got to finish. But mm-hmm. are you reading any books right now? I just finished um, the book we're going to talk about today, This literally this morning. Like, literally, I... As had, I walked in the door. I had four minutes left when Sam walked into the door this morning. Uh, and then the only other book I'm reading... Well, actually, I'm reading a lot of books at one time, so... I don't know how you do that. It's still, like... I still have to finish the um, first Chestnut Springs book, which I am obsessed with Rhett and Summer. <sighs> oh, I thought you oh. did finish that. No, I still have, like, half hour left. Oh, okay. I'm You're almost close done. enough, though. Mm-hmm. You're close enough to I'll know. finish it this afternoon also, easily. But mm. then I'm also... also Hmm. Um, Rhett, what's his last name? Walker? Is it Walker? It's it's something stereotypical like Rhett. that. I thought it started with a B. Ooh, I don't I know. Don't I have to look now. Because they, they all there's all like the brothers. But um, no, wait, is it Summer Walker? I think it's Summer Walker. Because it's Kip Walker as her dad. I remember that. Rhett Bart. Barton? No. no. Okay, I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll but you keep talking. Um, but then I'm also reading the um, King of Scars. Yeah, King of Scars, which is Leia Bardugo. It's the um, part of that like whole Grisha verse that Shadow and Bones is in. Oh, okay. So I'm like a quarter of the way through that. And then I also started Priory. Rhett Eaton. Eaton. That's right. That's I knew it. it was like an interesting name. Um, and then I'm reading, I started reading Priory of the Orange Tree. So I'm about two chapters into that. So. I can only do one at a time. I'll finish. I think that's all that I'm reading. Let I'm me, only let me consult Goodreads. Um, also, I literally am obsessed with Goodreads. I just kind of um, go on there for fun sometimes. Yeah, so I'm reading Flawless, which is the first Chestnut mm-hmm. Springs. I have Heartless, which I started reading and then realized it wasn't the first one. Priory of the Orange Tree, The King of Scars, and... Heartless is the one that so I started four. last night. Um, because I originally was going to start that because I thought we were going to do an episode on that soon. You read Flawless already. Yeah, I read that one. <clears throat> Didn't I read that... No, that one wasn't you read that on vacation. One second, because you read the um, a long time. No, uh, uh, I read the other book. She by has her. another series, yes, and you I read, read the one first, first one in that series, and then you read flawless, and then realized that they were two different series and not interconnected at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that 
I swear that they like mentioned each other. So like, I think that they're technically all a part of the same universe, just not a part of the same series. I believe. Oh, that would make sense. Um, because I want to say that like the um, what are the brothers' last names in this? Eaton. It is the yeah the, Eaton, the Eaton brothers. brothers. They have a sister, and I want to say that the yes. sister is a part of the other series. Oh, because she's like a jockey. I think she rides so. racehorses. I think that she's a part of the other series. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that one They're I really read. Good. That any one. books that you're excited to read? Now that I showed you, also we went to Amaro's. Oh my we went gosh! Back to our we had which can you tell them where we sat? We sat in the same seats that we sat in right before we left for vacation, and we both looked at each other instantly, and we were like, "Oh!" She was like, we "Oh, is this seat okay?" And we like looked at her, and we're like, "Yes!" Immediately, we both knew. She thought we were weird. Um, well, to be fair, we were there for four hours, so we, we were are, we were we there were for a little four weird. hours. I can't believe that. Still, like, go we, us, but yeah, that was. Um, do you think that they hate us now? No, I think they love us. List? Okay, what books do you want? What What's on your, like, next you to want, read? Do you want my um <clears throat> my want to read on my Goodreads? I do. Okay, I'll tell you. Also, there's know. a few more that I want. Like, um, your dad will do. I haven't added that. So. Oh, that one's good. This is not in order. This is just, like, what I have in here so far. A Touch of Jen, Mexican Gothic, Saint and Sinner, A Kingdom of Mischief and Memories, our oh, hollow so bones, good. leaves may fall. Next of kin. Oh, I do have your dad will do. The sweetest oblivion, the maddest obsession, the darkest temptation. Those are the maid series that you told me about. Um, oh, the maid series is excellent. Hunting. I am reading right now. Um, let's see. Oh, it's refreshing. <laughs> Give me one second, everyone. That's I'm going awkward. through and I'm deleting books on my um, that you don't want, want to read because like a lot of these are like books that I like added a really long time ago. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? So, uh, you know how it's the cat and mouse duet for the haunting and the hunting. Yeah. There's apparently something called the Satan's Affair, and it's like the point five. It's like yeah, it's like the the carnival thing. Yeah. yeah. So I I knew about that. Yeah, so I thought that that was interesting. Um, I don't know if I'm actually going to read it or not. I just saw it, and I just thought it was interesting. The Final Offer, which is the third book of Dreamland Billionaires, which comes out February 10th, I believe. Oh, I need to read that before. I, I, re- I liked that, so I'm really excited for that. Um, I just recently added The Villa by Rachel Hawkins. Oh, um, I don't even have that on mine. Because I thought that the cover was pretty. And then Powerless, I also have in here as well. Mm. And so, that one, I was incorrect. That one is not out yet. No, that one comes out, what do we say, February 10th? Uh, yes. There's yeah. lots to read February 10th. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that one to come out. What's the other one that's coming out? Is it its final offer? Yeah, you said they both came out on the 10th. I thought it did. Let me look. Oh, January 31st is the published date for that one. Oh, also, we should definitely read it, but um, it's called Ninth House. It's by Leah Bardugo. So the first one is called Ninth House, and then the new one she's coming out with, I think it's either out already or it came out, like, this week. It's called Hellbend, and it's the sequel. They are so stunning. She's one of my favorite writers. This one? 
Yeah, Ninth House. I have a physical copy of it. Ooh. Um, I need to go to the store. I think I or need order. to order. My I want a eyes are getting copy. really bad. I think I need to get new glasses this year if I'm going to read as much as I think I'm going to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my eyes are getting a little blurry. <laughs> so I love that. It's making me a little nervous. <laughs> Do you feel like, are you more of like a mood reader or do you like mentally plan out what you're going to read next? I think I mentally plan it out. Um, I think I try to mentally plan it out and when I do and then I, I don't pick anything. Okay, I now officially only have 37 books on my (laughs) want to read. I think I have like 18. It was a lot more than that a second ago. I mean, also, I don't I've know why a... this hasn't updated that I finished the other book. It only says oh, I read. Oh, you know what's? It says I've only read two books this year, and we know that that's not true. You know what's um, dumb? So my Goodreads isn't connected to my Kindle because oh, so it's you separate have to, like, accounts. Manually. So I have to like manually do all this stuff. But then not only that, but then to do my reading challenge, I also have to like edit what days I have read these books so like it'll count for this year and I'm like that's rude it won't automatically like you once should I be do able read. to like n- no so what you have to do is so you have to pick like a book I'll teach everybody on the podcast how to do it let's see how well my descriptive okay so like book lovers mm-hmm. so you click on it want to read you do currently reading instead oh and then you do done so then it'll add it to here, so you're currently reading. You do update product pro- progress, and then at the bottom, I finish this book. So when you click on that, it'll like, and you can update like what page you're on, or if you're reading on your Kindle, you can do what percent, and it'll keep track of like what oh, days you were on what percent. So then when you're done, you can just click I finished, and it'll keep track of like what month and what days you like oh, read it. Okay, because I was just like manually doing that to get them to go into my reading challenge, which I'm at four. I'm very proud of myself. Um, but again, I also have a lot of work coming up the next few days, so that's why like I like crammed the last few days. I'm so. on book three. That's pretty good. Oh and we're my only gosh. on the fifteenth day of January, and I read three books. Like, wait, news update. I'm coming back to the bakery. Anyways, I asked Emmy, I said, aren't you so excited? You're going to see me every day now. And she gave me a face, so. It was the, oh shit, I didn't think about that. (laughs) Literally, it was the, oh shit, I didn't think that through. (laughs) Like, what? What do I have to do? You're like, wait a second. How Um, many days? How many days do I have to see you? You get to see me. Well, then I said I was going to rearrange my schedule so that we worked off two days. Oh, so only three <laughs> days a week then. <laughs> Boo. Boo, you ho. I kid. Honestly. Actually, it, I won't see you any extra days because you said you were going to work on Mondays and I don't work on Mondays. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm but only going to see like, you in the I missed days. you because I really only see you like two days a week. So. I mean, Yeah like a solid two days i wouldn't really count wednesdays because i'm only there well a few considering hours a day. half the time i just schedule you off <laughs> that too sorry all right thanks for taking one for the team you know i am a team player i love i love my peeps so you're good at it okay oh. um so we I, have to make a confession we recorded this episode once before <laughs> it was unhinged we did not know what we were talking about. I hadn't even finished the Megan Quinn book. I wanted. I to think talk you had about. read like one. I had read one before that, which is, and I had read um, too many, like to keep, like to keep yeah. track of which was which. So it was just like <laughs> a very chaotic, and we decided to 
re-record. So originally, our cocktail was a sex on the beach, which I will still oh, be co- so posting good. the pictures and the recipe for that because it was so delicious. But um, we're not drinking this, obviously, because it's only 11.57 in the morning. Um, and I do have some standards. Am I going to have a glass if, of wine with lunch? I was going to say, if you weren't going Maybe. anywhere, like shopping or anything, yeah. I oh might have to go grocery this shopping. This is my first cocktail, not cocktail. I've never made one. Oh, you haven't. Well, this would you like to describe thing. to the class what you made today? I mean, it's easy, but I made Cuban coffee this morning for Emmy and me. It um, is. I don't know. Delicious. If, have you ever had had one before? No, this was my first um, Cuban coffee. It's not my best work, so I oh, have... Oh, really? It's delicious. I have room for improvement. Um, but yeah, honestly, I got um, a mocha pot, like, when I first moved into my apartment, so a year ago, um, and it doesn't... It's not difficult. It just takes a little bit of time and some love to make. So I never, like, make it, like, before I go to work because I just don't wake up oh, early God, enough. could you imagine, though, to start your day... You know, should I just keep it at the bakery and we can make it at the bakery? <laughs> oh, my we God. We can get a bakery mocha pot. Oh, my God. But anyway, so my um, cousin came over the other day and we had, like, a little brunch moment. And so I made us Cuban coffee, as one it's does. Delicious. Uh, and so Perfect I told... Perfect The only thing that can make this better is if I had one of the guava pastries. Ugh. I want that sandwich that I had, that beefsteak sandwich. Mm. Oh, I had it. So good. What did I get? You had the uh, you had the Cubano. Yeah, that was so good. Oh my god! Two years ago today, I was at the very very end of the um guns not the Gunslinger, but it's the the Dark Tower series. That was the very Is last. Is that the Stephen King one? Yes, it's my the dad book keeps series. trying to get me to read those. <laughs> Have fun with that. I don't think I'm they're good. It. I don't think I can do it. They're intense. It's like it's just a lot. That's too much for me. I don't think you... I'm going to be honest. I don't think you would like it. Yeah. No, that's too much for me. (laughs) Anyway, so we're having a cafecito this morning. It's delicious. Thank you. It was a great little, like, pick-me-up. I only had one latte this morning. Oh, my gosh. So that I had room and the coffee, caffeine bandwidth to have one. (laughs) I had three yesterday, yesterday yep and I texted Emmy and was like I feel my organs vibrating because I don't drink coffee in general you in the really first don't. place like Which I honestly how are we friends the um, only time I drink coffee is when it's a Cuban coffee or like a cafecito and I just I love them because like they're super sweet it's just like it's very like <clears throat> it's like a treat it is it's like a it's sugary very, like, coffee sweet. yeah and with so, a little cream. I had her put a little cream in it purely because um, I have an old lady stomach and I get acid reflux if I drink just straight acid. So I just I just used white sugar and then I didn't even I like froth s- it as much as I did. I could see it being really good with um, brown sugar. Brown sugar. And then if you had a little like handheld frother to like kind of make it like that foam. Yeah. So that's like what it, we usually do. But like it's I don't know. For me, it's easier when you make like for more people because I just will take like um the sugar put it in a pitcher and and, like make the espuma on top and just like do it as like a big batch and then ladle that into Mm -hmm. people's cups and then pour on top versus like doing it in a small cup because you don't get like the froth that you want yeah if it's just like a teaspoon or two of sugar yeah so I like making like 
<gasps> bigger. Oh my god, speaking of froth, can I talk about my my creme brulee yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, speaking of froth, oh my I gosh, made my mom creme brulee for her birthday. I made her this beautiful birthday dinner yesterday, and I've never made creme brulee before. Also, I realized why some of them were jiggly and I was freaking out, is I found out where my oven hotspots are. Oh, no. So, like, the ones that I was checking to jiggle were on one side of my oven, and then the ones on the other side were, like, totally done. Did you um, No, I just, like, took them out and then just kind of, like, spread them out. Yeah. They all turned out great in the end. It was Yay. actually really good. I have two left over. Um, <laughs> after lunch? <laughs> um, but, so, the ones that I made for my mom they had like it was like foamy from like the batter yeah not the batter but like the custard Mm -hmm. that I made it was like really foamy on top so I spooned the ones that had the foam on it for the ones I took to my mom's house so they were really smooth and like pretty on top but the ones that I had left over I didn't even think about it so they like have this like weird like crispy foamy egg on top (laughs) so I was like oh I'll just I mean I'll just scrape it off and it's like fine underneath but they just don't look pretty (laughs) I thought about just showing it to you and being like, this is what they all looked like. (laughs) Just add the sugar and torture and life is solved. Yeah, it was just really funny. But no, I think I did good. I made, um, I did like a little cheese plate. Did you have a whole torch to torch the top of them? So my dad did, but it didn't really work. So I just did it under the broiler. Oh, okay. Which worked out fine, but I should have let them cool down after I torched it because the outside of the things were really hot. Yeah. So it was like kind of weird... The inside was, like, nice and cool, but I added oh, um, the $410 plus tax cognac to it. $412.52. So good. $586. Yes. Exactly. Including tax. So you did that. Did you add anything else to it? Just vanilla. Nice. Just I like doing, um, like, orange and vanilla. That would have been good, but I wanted to keep it simple. And then I made creamy polenta mm. with beecher smoked cheddar and it that was like so smoky good. and like creamy and like tangy from the white cheddar and then I was gonna make a brisket couldn't find a brisket then I was gonna make a pot roast but then realized my five and a half pound pot roast was gonna take like five to six hours to cook I had an hour and a half <laughs> so I cut it up and I made this like white wine or red wine braised Beef and I took the veggies like out and made like a sauce with mushrooms in it and made like a ragu. Oh, it was really good. Everybody really, really good. liked it, but because I used, I would have used different kind of meat had I known that's what I was gonna do. Yeah, because it was really fatty. Ooh. So like there was a lot of grease and it was like really heavy. Yeah. But and then I did um, sautéed asparagus to go with it and then we did a garden salad. Oh, nice. But it was really good. It, it looked was, so cute. It, it gave was really, me very, like, um, what's your name? Barefoot Contessa. I know. It was very, like, and I bought roses that matched <laughs> the roses on my mom's china. And what I, like, nice set touch. the table really pretty. It was cute. Like, she was happy. And it was just me and her and my dad and Peter. So my sister was at work. So it was kind of like a double date with my parents. Oh. It was kind of cute. And my mom can't drink right now because she just had a knee replacement, so she can't have alcohol. No, but those mocktails looked so so good. um, She loves Cosmopolitans, and so you had left some ginger beer here, so I took that over, and I made, like, a ginger beer Cosmopolitan, like, mocktail. I love that. That looked so good. Which my mom loved. She asked for another. I made her one, and she's like, can I have another? And I was like, yeah, it's just, like cranberry juice and orange juice and it's soda. juice mom it's just sparkly juice sparkly 
you choose, Mom? But I put it in a fancy glass, so that's it cute. was it was special. She liked it. Aw, so we that's really cute. I was ready to come home though after I cleaned up. I was like, I washed your china and I cleaned my stuff, so I'm gonna go home now. <laughs> I'm tired. I know you didn't. I was texting you. Uh, I don't even know about what, but I think you were asleep by the time I was texting you. You did. I woke up to like four messages from you. Don't feel bad. I turned my phone on do not disturb, so. Oh, I know. I always love it when I wake up and I have like a bazillion six messages, messages from, from everyone. <laughs> it's like six messages from the six people that like I talk to on the regular. One of them's my other baker who's still kind of in training. So on her days that she works... Um, by herself, I always wake up to like a couple texts from her. She's like, Hi. She always says the sorry. Um, I'm sorry to bug you, um, but <laughs> I'm just like, it's fine. I'm just home. It's okay. <laughs> it's always funny. Okay, can we talk about? (laughs) I literally have been vibrating. Okay, so again, this is our second take on this episode because we didn't do her justice. Okay, honorable mentions at the end. The other Megan Quinn books. Oh yeah, but the star of the show is her new book that she just came out, which I think this has swayed me to be a Megan Quinn lover. I knew it would because this book was just. Okay, mm. so the first time we tried filming this, literally that was the day that this book released. It was, and you were like, oh it my was god, I'm going to read it. January 10th. It was probably like 8, 8.30 by the time I left your house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, I have to start it. Because I was also in the process of reading The Haunting of Adeline, but I was like, sorry, sorry, Zaddy, you've got to be put on pause. Because I've been waiting for this book to come out for a, at least a few months now, because I read... Um, the other two in the series. So the first one is so not meant to be. Yes. And then the second one is a not so meet. Nope. Flop it. Flip flop flop it. it. So so not a not so meet cute is number one. Yep. So not meant to be is number two. And then this one is the third one. A long time coming. A long time coming. Yes. Yep. So that night I started it. Um, I had to go and take my car to get service the next day. So I literally took this book. So having read this to the dealership's office. Okay, now you understand. I literally, it was me and there was like one other like older man, like 60s. I was squirming around in my chair and I kept like like not squealing but I just like kept smiling and like laughing to myself I just was like literally look this is me I was just like um in the dealership's office this book I finished it in the dealer's office here are the three things I loved about this book the first one the characters I know you weren't a big fan of Leah I think she's cute She's really my soul. Like she was literally just like me in book form, and I just I love every loved minute her. of her. I did like her. She I just love Brecker. Oh, like the two of them together were just like oh. adorable. Like such good friends. Oh, like God, I he love runs an apartment obsessed. next door to hers because she Even didn't want to live a alone. Billionaire, also. This hold on, not hold a on, spoiler on. free review. <laughs> So, like, she's engaged to this guy, Brian, who's a total, like, total douche canoe. I fucking hate him. His, the beef. The beef! (laughs) I was gonna just say. The fucking beef. The fact that they even call her. 
Like, I hate, I detest her. She is everything that's wrong. Oh, but my, my favorite is, what does he say? I wish I highlighted it. Because he, like, goes to one of the wedding, Brecker goes to one of the wedding events with Leah because uh-huh. her fiancé, Brian, doesn't want anything to do with the wedding or just says he's busy. He says he's too busy, and but so Leah his, asks this, the beef is, like, man. planning this whole wedding, and it's pretentious as fuck. Because she thinks she's like super high in society, and it's like a even though Breaker's symbol. literally a billionaire. But he like casually says like, "Oh yeah, that's how I became a billionaire." Yeah, and like it's from like that chapter is like from Leah's point of view, and she's like, "Did he just use the money card? He just used the billionaire card. Like he just used his billionaire card, and it's just it's, like really funny." And I just love the dynamic of the fact that okay, so they met in college. I also the secret am obsessed. Let's okay. We got to start at the beginning. beginning It's just too good. Okay. Starting at the beginning, uh, it starts with them in college. Leah's like wandering the halls of their dorm. She's trying to find this love her name, Ophelia. Yeah. Loved it. But Leah's wandering the halls, trying to find this room, runs into this like... I just imagined him as, like, a, a 70s surfer boy. Is it weird? I imagined him as, like, a young Chris Evans with no, a mustache. absolutely. That's exactly yeah. how I imagined Brecker was, like... And weirdly enough, I imagined Leah as, like, a young Scarlett Johansson. Oh, you did? Because she has red hair and oh. green eyes. It was just, like... Oh, I just imagined okay. Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. Okay. All right. I see it. Because, like... She's like a bombshell. Yeah. So like, yeah. Um, so they she's she runs into him. He's sipping on a Slurpee. Finds out <laughs> with, the mu- he, with the porno stash. Oh, yes. <laughs> Find out he's actually in charge of the, the secret. What is it? Scrabble Association. The SSS. The SSS. Secret Scrabble Which we're Society. We're not supposed to talk about. We're not supposed to talk about it. But so then she like walks in and it's like nerd lair galore. He has like a like. I remember it in that first chapter she's talking about all the sections of his room and how he has like a Lord of the Rings section <laughs> and he has like first edition Harry Potter books mm-hmm. that like she's like swoon and like he has a, a multiple computers with like like all this stuff oh, yeah. it's just like she's a like, nerd's I paradise I, I think I can and get I behind love this. they play all these games of Scrabble and then she's like do you want to be my friend yeah and he's like yeah, I'll be your friend. And then it's and like it fast forward like to, to ten, like years, 10 later. years later. Yeah, and they're best friends. <clears throat> um, they live together. Or sorry, not together. They live next to each they other. They rented apartments next door to each other. Yeah, and which like, like he could afford a fucking penthouse apartment. He could afford, but he, like, he's uh, like, anything. oh yeah, I just let her pick and, and picked the one next door. Yeah, exactly. Didn't that's you what she could die afford. at that? I loved that part. I am obsessed with that and like I just love like you know as best friends they like they just walk into each other's houses and they just Mm -hmm. are like oh hey I brought dinner and she's like okay like grab the drinks out of the fridge and like I just love their friendship so much I just think it's like the sweetest like cutest most pure thing yeah and then you know over time well, she she gets engaged. Like she's engaged, she engaged at the beginning of the story. Yeah, but she doesn't tell him yet because he was out of town. He gets put on sabbatical because oh, someone God. comes out with like a misconduct thing a against false him. Allegation. It's just like some Lawsuit crazy. Against which him. I'm assuming that crazy ladies in the other books. More. I don't remember oh. her. So I Maybe yeah not. I don't really remember that. Um. So he gets basically put on like a sabbatical. So yeah. he's just like at home. He has nothing and to do. She. 
goes to lunch with Brian and the Beeve. And the Beeve is like, so you're getting married in five weeks. And she's like, could like, you imagine me, if, like, one, you weren't expecting to get engaged because she, like, hadn't even thought uh-uh. about it. They hadn't talked about they it. They haven't talked about it. Yeah. And then, two, you go to lunch with your soon to be mother in law, and she's like, okay, so you're getting married in five weeks. The reception's going to be here. 3,000 people are invited. Mm hmm. I don't even know 300 people. I don't even know 100 people. <laughs> 3,000? It's because she thinks she's so, like, hoity-toity and, like, oh so up God. there, which is funny because Leah's best friend is literally the billionaire. A billionaire. We'll get there. Because the there's billionaire. a particular scene we need to talk about. No, there's so many. <laughs> but then, so, like, that was, like, my first indicator that I was like, oh, this is obviously not going to work out. Yeah, like, no. this is... This is a no from me, boss. No, but then, <laughs> but then Breaker and he's Brian such a supportive, hate each other. They don't like each other, and then but Breaker is such a good friend that he's like, well, like I know this like sucks, but if you really want to get married to this guy, I'll be your like her, her pickle of honor. Also, that kind of made me cringe a lot. I think it's funny considering he got the nickname because he spelled pickle wrong. I thought that way. Once I got the context, I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cute. It's cute. I just wish it would have been a different word almost. The pickle thing throws me. The I don't pickle? Know. Yeah. I just think it's funny. I don't I just think, I don't know. It really? Just, I thought it, it was really makes me cute. think of pickleball. Oh. <laughs> just like throws me off. I, I think the concept cute. of it is really cute. No, but instead of, uh, like maid of honor he's the pickle of honor he but then it changed to like man of honor and he was like no man in waiting and then it became like pickle of honor or pickle in waiting or something like that and i thought it was so funny funny. but i love so he shows up at what's the first thing he shows up for at Uh, the church i think it's the church because they go visit a church it's the church then the and that's uh, where the paper store ophelia finds out that there's going to be 3,000 people, and then Brecker, being the, like, businessman he is, somehow, like, negotiates for them to, like, cut, cut down, down the list. Because he's like, yeah, she gets really nervous. You don't want her to pass out and, and then cut they, herself like, say she's and gonna the puke. gore, and then she's going to throw up. And so finally the beeve is like, okay, I guess we can cut some of the oh my people. God, and then she's and like, then trying to walk like, down the aisle with, with the beeve's wedding veil. wedding veil. How long did she say it was? 55 feet. feet. Oh, my God. And it catches on fire. <laughs> so, like, she's, she's like, strutting around her stuff, trying to show the beeve up. And she's like, look, bitch, I can't handle myself. I can't, I can't walk, walk in, in these heels. heels. Because she said she, like, needed to practice. Also, can we talk about how Brian wants to dress her? And I think that's so cringy and ew, and I hate Ew, it. because he, like, wants to... Mother? He says, oh, mother for mother. the beeve. No, but, um, so then she topples over... Catches the veil on fire. She catches on fire. She gets doused in holy water by Breaker. And I literally, like, what he said. I can't even remember what the line was, but... Something about, like, um... Something by fire. I don't even remember, but it was just so funny, because, like, he literally doused, like, a bucket of holy water on her Mm -hmm. in this Catholic church. She's not religious at all. And the beef is like... Oh, Brian said you were Catholic, and she's like, uh. oh, and then she calls the priest, and she's like, she's like, can she's you make ca- this work? She's like, I'll make a sizable donation. Yeah, 
So, anyways, she changes, and then they go and meet up to look over, like, save the dates and paper um, and cardstock and all that. Like, a fancy... I'm just imagining (laughs) one of those really bougie paper stores that, like are so beautiful and she gets like a massive paper cut also yeah she gets a paper cut so bad she's apparently like dripping and i know she like flings blood at the beef and then they leave (laughs) i've never had a paper cut that bad i know but so that was make a joke about her being anemic so maybe she actually was but it wasn't a joke yikes maybe i don't know but so all this stuff happens She's, like, freaking out the whole time. Also, her parents passed away. In, like, a tragic helicopter. Uh, like, a year before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she <laughs> met uh, Brian, like, a week after the parents' accident, yeah. which... So she's so already, like, she's, like, trauma-bonded to Brian, which yeah. is, like, and why she's, like, she's emotional yeah. because, like, your wedding should be, like, a time that you, like, to get celebrate, to celebrate like, with your mom and your parents yeah, exactly. and stuff like that. But then you have this, like, monster-in-law who wants to have 3,000 people at a she's church. like, not even... Even at this club, and she options. has to have a minimum of three her. wedding yeah. dresses. This is how it's going to be five weeks from now. It's the only time that the club had available. Mm-hmm. We have to do it in the summer. The what was it? The, the flower girl, the niece was going to be too tall to be a flower girl. If next you year. waited a year, yeah, and then also. It comes up later, but like the flowers, like she oh my God, wants she daisies, roses. She hates and she's roses. Like I want daisies. She wants daisies because her mom loved daisies, and she's like, absolutely not. Daisies are hideous. And then of course, and break then, being breaker. Oh my God, and then she talks about how like she doesn't want a bouquet because she knitted the knitted flowers with her grandma <sighs> and her mom. She knitted a bouquet of yeah. flowers, which also like so sweet. And then the beeve is just like. That's, that's hideous. Horrendous. Yeah. No. And like, yeah. it, I think that was like breaker's breaking point. Of well, just yeah. And like, then I was, can't stand yeah, this Yeah, because he was like, look. And then he was talking to the florist. He was like, can you make daisies work in this? Can you make them look how they need to look? Yeah. And good. Oh, and then can she, you incorporate it? A bee comes into the shop. Oh, my God. And then she <laughs> knocks over the bee into a table of flowers and water. Oh. And love that part. Leah's just like the clumsy little, like, awkward goof that, you know, you're always like, ugh, I just. She's great. She. Oh, I, okay. Can I talk about the part that absolutely broke me? Was when they were at the church and the mom is like, oh, I made an appointment for you to get LASIK eye surgery because Brian <gasps> said your glasses are hideous. Oh, my. Or something oh, like, tell me you did not want to. heart broke. Oh, and no, I was literally. just like, oh, what? And then when she goes to talk to him about it, he's like, yeah, they're childish. Yeah, because they're and purple. Like, but the and then re- she's yeah. like, I picked those glasses Without out with mom. my mom. Yeah. And I was like. My God, you monster! And you know what I love most the whole time is no matter what, Breaker literally always is telling her like how beautiful she looks, like how like stunning she is. And this was before he realized (spoiler alert) that he loved her. Are we going to talk like, about the moment that? Wait, we will, we will. But like the whole time, even as best friends, he's like, "Damn, you look good." Like, "Damn, you look yeah, hot." Even before he actually realizes he's in love with her. Yeah. But he's like, "I love your glasses. Fuck that guy. I love your yeah. glasses. You look beautiful. They like make you you." And this was again before he fell in love. So like, even as his, her best friend, he's just like, "He's an oh, idiot for not loving that about does you." The instead of the bucket list, she does the not list. Oh yeah. And she's like, "Do what was it, the thing that was on Do there?" Do something like, that makes me feel pretty. And so she cuts her hair and dyes it, and she gets like these pretty blonde highlights mm-hmm. in it. And she has like red hair 
in the like book yeah. and I just imagine like she a really bangs cute too, doesn't she wavy kind of like a wispy bang yeah. bob thing mm-hmm. with like pale like platinum highlights yeah. and like red hair it would be so cute I can see it oh it's absolutely a, with like her little purple glasses like also I feel like Megan Quinn did a really good job of like describing her in this book mm-hmm. like Breaker is like so so he's hot with lots of muscles but we don't, I feel need, like, we don't need too much we know what he looks like <laughs> chris evans we know what he looks like but i feel like she actually did a really good job describing leah and like making me like actually see it and like envision yeah, it which like, i really actually i can, act- s- I can yeah. see her which like i really like appreciate it so she gets her she does this thing for herself that mm-hmm. makes her happy makes her sends, feel pretty she sends a picture to her fiance and he calls her and she's like oh you don't like it and he's he like freaks out he like freaks out on her and he's like mother's not gonna like it like she doesn't yeah, like, like why would you do like this, this right before the wedding blah 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 that made my but then but breaker walks in so before she gets the call from brian breaker walks in and he's like oh my god you look so hot you look so sexy and I was like yeah oh <laughs> because again at that point he still hadn't like no at that figured- point he had that's oh, he did after, that's after the wedding dress oh it was I thought yeah. that was before yeah oh okay that's so- like right after and oh, he's you're like right. yep yep he's like this is not what I needed right yeah. now so okay he's let's- like mentally in his head he's like you look great girl you look like a snack that I can't fucking eat. Oh, the wedding let's, dress though. Let's talk. Okay, so they let's go wedding dress this. shopping, yeah. and her and Breaker get in a fight before that. Oh my god. Okay, wait. We're missing a part though. So Breaker and he gets set up to go on a blind Birdie. double date with Birdie, who yeah. I actually like. I do. It's like, can we get a book about Birdie? I actually like. And they liked her. Yeah. What about him? But so gets set up, and you know they go out a few times because like yeah, she's funny, she's cool, she's pretty, awesome, and Leah is engaged. I just but imagine then Birdie like, is like I, the Mar- She's Margot Robbie. Oh, what? Like she's you took the wind out of and my mouth. Like sporty and just like super happy and bubbly. Yeah, we're yeah, but she's also like really sweet and kind, not like yeah. superficial. So, um I just like he's like yeah things are great but there's no spark when we kiss yeah he like kisses her once and he's like I, f- I feel nothing yeah and so then what was their fight about do you remember oh was it because like he what was their fight about I, I don't even remember what the fight was about I don't remember at obviously this point. it was really trivial <sighs> no I remember I don't even remember oh you know oh no I do so you know what uh he had like separated from Birdie because he realized he loved her, loved Leah at this point, I think. And he like confessed to Leah that he was like, I'm not in a relationship because of you, because you've been my crutch, basically. And she was like, How dare you like put that on me and like blame me for like not like giving you happiness because you can't be in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. So I think it, it was that. Yeah. And then they're supposed to go wedding dress shopping. She doesn't have friends. She doesn't have a single friend. Breaker is her one and only. So she has to go wedding dress shopping with the beeve alone. Mm-hmm. The beeve pulls all these monstrosities. Of dresses. Doesn't give her an option. Doesn't let her, like, put her sand in what she wants. Breaker isn't there yet. So she goes into the changing room with, like, the, um, the girl that's going to help her. Mm-hmm. Breaks down. Breaker walks in. 
loses her mind. Also, she, she just, cries a lot in this book in the first half because, understandable, like, though. because she's so like distraught over this engagement, which, like, I can't believe she didn't realize sooner. Obviously, she doesn't want to get engaged to this stupid man. Yeah, obviously, she doesn't want to get married. So Breaker walks in. They like they uh, kiss and make up. Not actually kiss. I wish, but they make up. But Breaker's like, of course, I'm gonna be here for you. Like, this is a big deal. You need me. I love you. I'm gonna be here for you. Mm-hmm. I love you, but in a pl- platonic way she thinks so then he picks out the perfect dress the perfect dress for her because he knows what she wants and he knows and he helps her get he helps her put the dress on I died and I was just like oh my god I guess now like oh god I had to wait so long for that and she doesn't even like recognize it still she just thinks like oh this is my best friend yeah and then he looks at her in this wedding dress and he's just like I'm in love with my best friend absolutely lost it he's like but essentially, he's like, "This is this is my true love. This is my wife. Yeah. This is my this future is wife. wife. This is my future wife. She is the love of my life. God damn it! What do I do now?" And then it's to, yeah. And then he goes. Doesn't he go straight to Huxley and JP's house? I don't think it's theirs. I think he goes to his friend's house. His other friend, like that, works with them. I forget his name. It's like Pen. Yeah, it's something is it like Pen. I think so because of friends in. This. I think it's. Which I'm guessing they it's, all have their own they do. books, which I would love to read they those. Have, uh, it's either Penn or Penn's brother, which they are, like, There's their like own Rit, company. Rit, I can't remember. I should have written their names down. But They all um, have a lot of names. He didn't go to Breaker and Huxley's because he was like, I don't need, like, the I told you so and, like, that type of stuff mm-hmm. right now. So he goes to his friend who also is, like, his business partner. So he goes there. Yeah. He gets drunk. Or he starts drinking, he goes home, gets drunk, Leah comes home, he not also No, there. so he goes, the day that he finds out that he's like, he realizes he's in love, he goes to his friend's house. Yeah. But then the whole thing happens, she cuts her hair, and they hang out, and he's like, God, she's so fucking gorgeous. And like, he can't stand it. And uh-huh. that's when he goes to Huxley's house, and JP comes over, and he's like, give me the scotch. Like, oh. I need the scotch. <laughs> so he gets like, super drunk. And then he... Yeah. And then at that point, is that after the cake incident? It's before. The cake it the cake incident was the last thing where he's like, now I can make a move. So it was before. Yeah, but he like texts her like he gets drunk. He, he texts, texts her stuff and she's, she's sleeping like, on the other side of the what wall. What the fuck are you like talking about? They have like, a secret knock too. They do. It's so cute. Which, like Morris like, code for I love you. Yeah, which is like they did that even before they loved each mm-hmm. other and so but you know what he did he like he knocked like I love you all by himself where usually like one of them does half of it and the other finishes yeah, it he but he did it all by himself and, and she was like, like what, what the, the hell, hell does that mean she was like we've never done it like that before like what does that mean yeah and then so then they go cake tasting and go cake tasting with the beef and then Brian shows up because Brian surprised Oh, um, at one point, Leah, he like comes Breaker home and Brian early. had a talk too, which I think I don't remember the talk. I just remember they Brian met up for like lunch. Brian comes home right after she cuts her hair, and he's worried that she's having like a psychotic break. Essentially, well, he also is worried about Breaker, and he like thinks that something's going on with them. Which, like, I mean, your suspicions are not wrong. Which techni- Nothing, technically, no at cheats. first there wasn't no one, cheats. and then I'll no. Um, Breaker did it very respectfully. 
Oh, we'll get to the. We got to the, the spicy. We're not even to the best parts of the, the spicy. Yeah, happened in the last eight, the twenty percent. Okay, so they go cake tasting. <laughs> they go cake tasting. Right, right, right. And Breaker's like, "Oh, what cake flavors did you pick?" Because they didn't ask Leah what kind of flavor she Con- wanted. And then he continues in his head to list her favorite flavors. No, he says it out loud. Oh, he did. I thought yeah, he said no, it he in says his it head. out. He says it out loud. He's like, well, if you're going to do red velvet, she only likes it with the chocolate chips Oh, right, it. And right, if she's right. going to do vanilla, it has to have something in it, it like, was like raspberry blueberry or lemon, and lemon curd. curd. Yeah. But her favorite cake is lemon with blueberry. Yeah. And then they pull out the cake flavor. White with white. White, white. with chocolate. Chocolate with chocolate. Chocolate <laughs> Yeah, so that's essentially like what bowl. it is. And it's just like, oh, I'm fucking boring. You're like, nasty, first of all. And, um... I love this part so much. And then Brian shows up, and he's like, oh, Breaker, like, you can go, man. Like, I, I, I moved got around my here. schedule, so, like, I could be here. And then they're like, Breaker, like, Leah's like, no, I want you to, like, I want him to be here. He's, like, my friend, so, like, he, I don't have my mom This is here. my maid like, of honor. This is my, this is my family. This is so what I have. he stays. Yeah. The cake, they, he, Breaker lists off all the cake that she likes. Yep. And then it's kind of awkward, and then... Brian says something about how, like, it's their wedding and how, like, they've decided to go back to all the original ideas that the beef had, which, like... And so they canceled out all of the progress that Leah had, had made, made in trying to make this she wedding her own. she wanted to do the, the reception... Or, no, the ceremony in, like, the gardens of this club instead of a church. Yep. And, like, she'd agreed the guest list. So it's basically, like, she has to get married in a church. She has to wear three dresses she doesn't like. She has to have three thousand guests. Three thousand guests. The flowers and then the going cake back. has to be vanilla with vanilla because that's more palatable to everyone. Yeah. And then she just very calmly is just like, mm, you know what? I'm done. And she like takes the ring off. And yep. she's just like, I don't want to marry you. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, breaker, let's go. And then she grabs <laughs> the chocolate with chocolate cake and she goes, I'm gonna take this since it's the only decent flavor you picked out. And then it just like she palms the she cake. She palms the cake, and I just imagine her walking out with just <laughs> And then they walk her. out, she takes a bite, offers it to Breaker, Breaker takes a bite, and I was like, oh, and then let's they're like go. They're like, that's really dry cake. <laughs> I lost it. So what is afterwards? You know, she was like, you know what? Let's have a game night. Let's get they food go get and drink. Pizza, two six packs of cider. Also, could you imagine the hangover after two six packs of cider? Breaker said he had like ten. Yeah. And so I think that they ended up with more than more. that because he had ten and she was like going one for one so with they, him at some point. They so get, they got wasted. They get wasted pizza games and then um, Leah doesn't want to sleep by herself, so she stays the night at Breaker's house. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Okay, so, but, you know, I thought, you know, I thought that was a little odd, you know. They did it, they had a sleepover had earlier a sleepover, on And he's, like, in obviously, the like, yeah, and he felt really weird because at that point he did, he was he, like, I have feelings for you. He was starting you. to have feelings for her. But, you know, I don't know if... Like, okay, if I was engaged and one of my best friends was a guy, I don't think I would, like, put myself in that position, regardless of best friendships or not. I think it depends on how well I know them. If he was gay, all right. But I don't know. It just, I don't know. To me, I was just like, girl, you're playing with fire here. Like, I know he's your best friend of a decade, but still, like... Like maybe we shouldn't. I'm like, no wonder your future husband has suspicions because you're literally sleeping next to this hot man. Anyway, besides the point, they have a slumber party. 
He makes a move. He makes a move. He makes the ultimate move. And (laughs) they keep their clothes on for the most part. (laughs) Oh my god, we didn't even talk about the part where he talks about um, giving blowjobs. Oh! Oh my god, okay. Brian and we'll Leah's. Let's circle back to the other thing in a Brian second. Brian and Leah's love life. Abysmal. Abysmal. Disgusting. Like, he doesn't like to get blow. Also, it's never like, met a man that doesn't like any kind no. of blowjob ever. Well, okay. Well, we also do find out that Leah was never the Beeves' first choice at marriage for Brian. Yes, she that's was true. never like the first on the list, but the Beeve wanted him to be married, so she just pushed it. He didn't even want to propose. The Beeve forced it made it made it happen man so i think that like in theory maybe at first brian and leah were in love but then eventually obviously they weren't so he just like wasn't attached or attracted so they didn't do anything they didn't they they were separate they lived separate lives very separate and so she was like i don't our sex life they didn't have one and he also never went down on her Abysmal, disgusting. That's not acceptable. That is unacceptable. That's and actually that's, not acceptable that's actually at all. Especially what Breaker says is that like if you were my girl, I would. Oh, and the, the hint taste, that he would drop. The taste of you would be my like. And he was like, I would need you to like live off of you. Like the the hints uh, that he dropped and like the way he said it. How did he she would, not get it? He would say things like, "If you were my girl." I would need to. But then he would ha- say like, this whole uh, monologue about how and then like, like I would need to devour you every day. And then he'd be like, but like, if I had a girl, that's what I would do to them. Like, but it's funny because he says like, if you were my girl, then. But then he like backtracks and goes like, if I had a girl, if I had a girl, not you as my girl. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll, so like, they have this it. whole conversation. So I think it puts ideas in her head, and also he's like hunky delicious tasty man like I just imagine Chris Evans from Captain America I I imagine him but like bigger and like I just imagine him bigger like his face yeah but like built he's bigger okay (laughs) I won't complain about that like okay his face but on like Chris Hemsworth body yeah I can see that like that type of vibe yeah anyways but so they have their this like sleepover. So they're both officially single at the same time. Schmintoxicated. Schmintoxicated. And he like doesn't really like he kind of suggestively touches her, but not like inappropriately. Well, because at first he's trying to keep his distance, but she's like, Can you hold me? And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you're just like so asking for like, it at this point. He's like like touching her stomach. And he's like, oh, well, if you were my girl, like, this is how I would hold you. Like, also, bitch, she is your girl. (laughs) So then, like, essentially they just, like, dry hump each other, which was weirdly so hot. Until they both finish. And then it was really awkward. Also, I don't know why, but I think it's, I always think it's funny, like, in a book, like, when, like, a guy, like, finishes, like, by dry humping or whatever, but it's, like, in his pants, and so I'm just, like, imagining him, just, like, I just imagine, like, sticky, sticky (laughs) cock in his pants. Well, shit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My organs are vibrating Let's go. (laughs) 
I like how you're holding your mic. Should I hold mine like that? I don't know, but should but, we get just like actual like handheld <laughs> microphones? I don't know, but this hit me really hard today. There's a need. Okay. <laughs> Same. So after that, he basically decides, like, he goes to his brothers, and he's like, I fucked up. Well, she, okay, so she freaks but out, she goes to the also, bathroom, comes back to bed, then when he's asleep, then she goes back But home. she's also like, I fucked up. Yeah. So they're both like, I fucked up. But in different ways, And in different though, ways. He's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I... He's like, brothers. I did it too soon. Yep. And his brothers were like, we told we you, told you to so. do it. But she was like, but it's I, Breaker. I can't do those things with him. I love that their advice to him was, fuck her and fuck her hard. Oh, <laughs> I, did, I, did I send that to you? No. Because okay, I was going to say, I wanted to so once I, once I had said, I, you told me about the tub scene. Oh, and that was all you said. And I was God. like, say no more. Say less. I am sold. I, I I'm going to download this book. It. I knew it. I was obsessed. So his brothers are essentially just like, well, the only They're way to like, fix this is to go it. hard and fast and show her that like you can't live without her yep. and she can't live without exactly. you. Exactly. And so he's just like has this plan. He's like, damn, all right. But he like also invites Unleashed. her to like his family brunch at one point. Yeah. So she meets Kelsey and Lottie and I think that she is already, it Maya? Um it's something like that but Wait. she's already met she's Kelsey met them. and Lottie but they so at one of the brunches they form a knitting club which also love <laughs> like but it's like love. it's not even a knitting club like they're club. not even it's knitting sex, it's they a just sex com- talk they, club they just talk about sex with their husbands and so at which one of the meetings they're all delicious at one of the meetings <laughs> um the knitting club meetings um <sighs> Ugh. Leah is like, I need to ask you guys for some advice. And one of the, I think it was like Kelsey is like, oh, so you realize Brecker's in love with you or yeah. like obsessed with you? And, then and she's, she's like, like, what? She's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And then they're like, so what did he do? And <laughs> But so like they had a few meetings throughout this book. The first one, she was like telling them like what happened, background information, all that. She still denied her feelings for him second meeting she kind of came to conclusion that she might have feelings but she was like i just can't get into the sexual part because it's breaker like that's my best friend yeah. so i can't get into but it but she like ultimately she just like open in- to the idea of yeah. it and so that's when she's like okay what do i do and they're like send him a text oh the text. wait no the tub the tub thing had already happened. happened the tub thing happens first so we have to talk about the tub we gotta go in chronological order here. okay sorry so first they just like grind against each other and then he, so he has this whole plan. Like, I'm going to go hard and, and he fast. he has a good plan, and he's too. he's got a plan. So she he doesn't talks realize to his brothers, and then he goes over to Leah's house, and she, like, comes back from a walk, and she's like, what are you doing here? Like, I don't really want to talk to you. Yep. Like, I, this is weird. I want to be left alone. And so he just, like, sits on her bed while she takes a shower, and then she comes out of the shower, and he's like, oh, you're still, like, a little, like, wet. Like, you didn't dry off very well. So then... He takes the towel and he like dries her off and he's like, oh, you should be good. But there's one more place I have to check. And I about fucking died at eight o'clock this morning with my coffee when I was reading this. I was like, what the fuck? So then he opens the fucking window. Curtain. I imagine just like this gorgeous like floor to ceiling window overlooking like the skyline almost. Yes. So he opens the shades and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, they're window tinted. Like, it's fine. And then he makes her sit on the window ledge while he 
what does she say? Like, consumes her cons- whole. No, she's like, he consumed me like he was eating Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Soul wiped out. And then, no, my favorite part is that he just is like, okay, I'll see you for game night tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then just leaves. Yeah. Because he's, like, trying to make it a normal thing for them because that's what she can't get past. She can't get past the fact that, like, that's her best friend. She's never seen him as that way yet. And so he's trying to, like, make it normal for her. To be like, we can do this, but we can also just, like, hang out and play We can also still be friends, which is what she was nervous about because she still wanted to be, still have that best friendship because she was scared about losing it because that's all she has left. Yeah. So he's, like, trying to, like... Um, merge the two together and like make it possible for her to see that this is normal and this can be normal. Yeah. And he's just divine. Delicious. Literally devours her so, up against the window. Uh, and then just. And she's just like left there, like kisses the top of her head not and just like walks out. And not only. Oh, also, they haven't. He was waiting for that magical first kiss. We'll get there. I, yeah, I know. I just had to say that's why he he always just kisses yes, her on he the head. Kisses her on the head. But she's also, I can't remember how she. I don't think she's ever been eaten out. Uh, I, I, I don't think so. I want to say that. I don't think she ever Brian. has been. I I thought it was at all. I think it was just by Brian. Oh, okay. But anyway, so she's just like, excuse me, what? So then she calls a meeting. Does she call a meeting with the? And then she talks about, and that's when they real like the girls tell her that like, well, he has a long like. This is one of the Kane brothers. Like, they have a plan. plan. He's going to get what he wants. Was that before or after the bathtub? That was, I think the bathtub is what made her ask the girl. So then a different scene. She's like, Leah's still confused. She's just like, what is going on? She doesn't know what to do, but Breaker knows exactly. Breaker knows what he's doing. And so she makes a comment at one point about how she's never used, like, toys before. Mm -hmm. So he's like, which she makes dinner. And she's like, oh, do you want to come over for dinner? Oh, like, he's she's like, I'll trying, bring dessert. She's like, I'm tr- she's trying to cling to something that's, like, somewhat normal. And Ugh. so, like, he comes over for dinner, and he's so just, like, attentive to her. And just, like, and she's like, that's what I wanted with Brian. They sit down. He has, like, his he, hand like, on her leg. And like, how's like, your day? Touching and, like, talking about her day. And she's like, this is what I wanted with Brian. But she's like, but this is Brecker. Like, this is my... Best friend. This, this is, is my best my friend. boyfriend. Yeah. And so... Like, he's like, oh, I have dessert. Like, and so she's doing dishes, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go set up dessert. And then he's filling the tub, and he's like, get in the the tub. Pause before we do this. So before we talk about this more, I think, so he talks about, like, in the book, like, he gets his need. He get he, like, he finds someone to fulfill his needs. But he doesn't talk about it with Leah. Cause, and she's like, you know, I've never really asked you, but, like, do, do you sleep with girls? Like, do you sleep with other girls? He's like, probably more than you think, but, like, I just don't talk about it with you. So they don't have the type of relationship, like, where they've obviously talked about this together before. And, like, Leah yeah. wouldn't have sex with Brian when he was home because, like, the walls are thin. She doesn't want to hear him. So, like, they don't talk about this stuff together. So now the fact that, like, his, like, beast is being unleashed on her, she's like, where the hell did this come from? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well... I just never showed you this side, but this is, like, this is 
what you're gonna get this is all of me and it's all for you basically and she's like holy hell where has this been this whole time like my best friend of 10 years i never knew that you were like this and he's like babe come on he's like just wait bathtub continue go ahead so you described i've described a lot of these scenes so far you talk about the bathtub scene this is the scene you sent me while i was making bread at work Okay. This is the scene that sold me. Okay, okay. I have to roll up my sleeves. So, <clears throat> this scene. Let me give you some context real quick on myself. Again, I was in the car dealership getting my oil changed. <laughs> reading my Kindle like a good little girl. <laughs> I start reading this, and I'm like, wait, holy shit. Holy shit. I did not know that, one, this book was going to be this good it is and two it was going to be this level of spice so there were some hints dropped in the book by some other characters you know some of the other brothers had like mentioned you know one of the brothers jp went on business trip with breaker and he was like yeah that girl was screaming for hours with oh, breaker oh no the girls and the, the, one of the wife, jp's wife kelsey talks is telling about Leah how this. they were on a business trip one time and he had a girl over and they fucked literally in every room and she was screaming for hours yeah which so, also like cut him there was a lot of like hints dropped about how good he was by um the the sisters-in-law of breaker yeah and then one of the other sisters was like you know i think he'd be like really freaky and i think he's like the freakiest so again the other two books with the other two men are still delicious but this one was like next level and all the um the wives of the two brothers they were like yeah i i secretly think breaker is like the kinkiest is the kinkiest he's like the most like he's like just the most out of all three brothers like they had they had an inkling right yeah they were correct they were absolutely correct so the bathtub he draws her a bath says get in she gets in he pulls a brown paper bag out what does he pull out of the bag emily um something pink and vibrates <laughs> It was like a two deal one. She she described it. It reminds me it of the monster one that you said. It sounds like me. the monster one that I there said. Was, there's one Which prong that, one was that like a really pretty purple vibrates color. and twirls, and then the other part like I I don't even know. It's one of the full service menu. Full service. Anyway, remote control and everything. Open your legs. Open your legs. Mm. Sticks it in. Ugh. Does it to her. But he's I like, also he's no, like, baby, you relax. She's like, that's too big. It's not gonna fit. And he's like, well, if this isn't gonna fit, you're gonna have issues with my cock. <laughs> that I shut died. her up so quick. I died. I had to reread that. I part. love it when they say that. Because like, I oh my god, in the like, haunting of Adeline, she's like, there's no way it's gonna fit. And it basically doesn't fit, but he shoves it in there and makes it fit anyways. Basically doesn't. Anyways. Um but yeah, it was but anyway, so he turns it on and he's just like, relax. Just like relax. And he's just like sitting there watching. And then turns off. He, he has keeps, a damn remote control he keeps, like, to turning it. it on he and has off. the controller to it, which I sent me. It sent me in the middle of the goddamn dealership. So then he's I just like, imagine you being like ah! No, literally I was. And he was like, sit up pulls his pants down whips it out and she's like salivating 
But, like, he doesn't make her... He doesn't ask for anything from her. He's basically just, like, jacking himself off while he's watching her in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, come over here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that scene was... Oh, my God. I literally... I couldn't contain myself. I'm pretty sure everyone was wondering why, like, why I was like making all these facial expressions and like I just squirming around. You in the dealership, just doing your <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> I just oh, imagine. All right, the bathtub scene. Check. All right, what was what happened after that? Um. So then she goes to the meeting with the like knitting club and, oh, and tells them about, and then they were all like, Yep, we they're were like, right. Oh yeah, we She's- all knew that like Brecker was the kinkiest of all the brothers. Oh my god, okay. This is the part that really got me going. This is the part that I literally I threw my Kindle. The part where they're like, okay, so like now you're starting to have oh feelings my God. for him. Uh, I forgot about this and part. And she's like, yeah, but like he always initiates it. Like maybe I should. And so they're like, yeah, you should. And I can't remember some of the things they said, but like they were a little intense at first. And they were like, okay, how about you just send a text? And she's like, okay, what do I say? And so there's three other women in this club. Two of them yeah. are um, the sisters in law to Breaker. So they're married to his brothers. And then one of them is like their friend like who their is also friend. their business partner's wife. Yeah. So they're all friends, all uh, so they pretty all, much family. Basically, they all send their partners. They all send the husbands. The same the, text, let me sit is, on your face. Let me sit on your face. And, and then so their three husbands all text back very quickly. Immediately. Do you remember what they all said? One of them was "Get home now." That was that was Hux. Hux. And then the other one was... JP was like, "You have, baby, you know you have a permanent reservation, reservation. on this face. He's like, come sit anytime. Yeah, and he, like, makes it a joke. Hux is very serious. And then I oh, I forget I want to say name. it's, like, Maya. It's something close to... A Maya or something no, like that? No, it starts with an M. It's, like, close to Maya, but it's Myra? not Maya. No, maybe it's Myra. Something, it's something like, that. like that. But anyway, so then her husband, I don't even remember what he actually says. He just sent like the tongue. Oh, he just the sent tongue like emojis. The wet, the wet tongue emoji. And then so she's like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> you tell me what he says because you just read it and I don't want to butcher this. Oh, God, what, is, what does he say? Um, he says, okay, he says something like, he says, good, your cunt is mine tonight, and I'm fucking famished. Yes. And, and all the girls. Oh, wait, no, I sent, I can read it to you, because I sent it to you and all And all, all the girls go, your, did yes. he just win? Your cunt is mine tonight, I'm famished. And then Leah makes a face, and they're like, oh, he just won. She what doesn't did say it. She shows him, and then he, then they're, the girls are like, oh, did he just won out of all the men. Yeah, which, like, goddamn. I'm famished. I'm like, the, I'm Famished. That's what sent me. That's that. That's yeah. when I knew Breaker is. I he might be. He's like number two daddy right now. I mean, he's number. He's almost number one because he's the nerdiness that I love. I knew you would love this book because I had like just all of that absolute deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Like that man is scrum. Right now, Zade is my number one, but Zade is a little intense for me. I think it would make me in real life uncomfortable. Oh, in real life, but Brecker in real life, I could totally handle. I would say in real life, JP would be mine. JP, I, you haven't read the other JP's ones yet. yet. I will say, like I. This might be TMI, but I like Brecker because he reminds me of Peter, minus being a billionaire. Yeah. (laughs) 
I knew it. I knew exactly. <laughs> That's why I told you. I was like, I was you like, like oh, this, this book. It has like, it has like, they talk about Star Wars and then I can't remember. Oh, they talk about like the Kylo Ren and oh. <laughs> um, him and Birdie when they're a thing. The Kylo Ren and yeah. Um, Ray fanfic, yeah. and I, that's when I was like, "Oh, Emily will like this book." Yeah, I I did. I I really liked that one. All right, so after that, so after then the he knitting asks club, her, he's like, "Can I take you on a real date?" Which I was like, "Oh, thank God!" I was worried here for a second. Mm-hmm. So they go on a date, and he like gets her. He makes her get dressed. Like he dresses her for this date, which also like didn't think I was going to be into that, but that it's very hot, and. He takes her. Where does he take her? Oh, I forgot. Where does he take her? He takes her to Disneyland. Because that's where she said she always, she said the perfect first date would be at Disneyland with matching t-shirts. But you skipped over the hole she sat on his face. Oh, I thought that was a given that she sat on his face because she asked for it. it. All right. It was hot. It wasn't my favorite moment. I'm not going to lie. Like, I kind of just was like. What was your favorite moment? When they actually have sex for the first time. Oh. (laughs) Hee 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 hee. All right. Disneyland, yeah, I thought that was so cute because what was it years ago? She said the first, per- like the first I'm perfect be honest, date after the tub scene and the um after the tub, the rest of the smut and it is not as intense. No, which I was really it sad about. It just like fizzles out from there, so it's like not really worth mentioning in my honest opinion. No. After the date, it's kind of like okay, they fall in love. He admits that he loves her. They go on this magical date to Disneyland, and they kiss under the fireworks, and then she shows up at the gender reveal for Kelsey or Lottie. I don't remember It's Lottie, and then they also find out that Kelsey's pregnant, too. So it's just like, from there, it's just like, oh. Typical romance. Okay, they fell in love. That's great. But I really, I know, I was kind of really sad. I really wish she would have, like, ramped it up. Yeah, I wanted it to get more. Because Leah is, like, very... I would like say conservative just just because she doesn't have because she she doesn't doesn't have have experience yeah so I almost wish like she would have started to like become really more comfortable and then things would have gotten like freaky freaky yeah but you know it does eventually we just don't get to see that sadly but yeah so they go on the like most perfect Disneyland date they have um like a tour guide basically the whole day oh my god I almost forgot the the best part What's the best part? At the end of the day, when Jorge is like, okay, like, I'm off for the day, and Brecker shakes his hand and, like, slips him something, and she's like, would you slip I it? texted you and that he's part. like, just $1,000. I texted you so that you part. Just casual, and yeah. she's like, well, you just made his fucking day, and he's like, yeah, he was really good. Like, yeah, he was. He was <laughs> like, uh, this day was irreplaceable in my book, so, you know, he made he it. He deserves it. Yeah, which he did. But anyways, so just like the fact that like he's a billionaire, he doesn't act like it, and Leah doesn't either. I think I also really appreciated that like he wasn't just like a douchey billionaire. Yeah, which I really love a billionaire. Um, But like he can turn it on when he wants. Like he becomes Mr. Kane. Oh yes, he does. And I just really love that about him. But it's funny because Leah will like, oh, I recognize Mr. Kane came out. And like she like teases him for it too. Cause she's like, yeah, the billionaire slipped out, put him away. She and like I doesn't just, like it. Yeah. Which and I think I, is really funny. I love it. I think it's hilarious. But anyway, so that happens. They fall in love. I don't really, I, I don't think anything else really stood out to me after that. No, just they just like, fall in love. They fall in love, and, like, she sees Brian again one more time to, like, 
get some closure. Oh, yeah. And basically, she's like, I needed that closure. And then after that, she because tells she, like, couldn't. Wrecker that yeah. she loves him. Yep. And it's, you know, it's cute. But, I mean, yep. honestly, after the bathtub scene, it does kind of, like, fizzle out. Just, Which I was so sad about. Just a little bit. Because that was so but good. She really could have built on that. It's still, like, really good. Honestly, I think that this sold me over... To be a Megan Quinn fan for sure. Like I, think I, this I will was such read a good one the sure. other two ones before this with the brothers. With the other brothers, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. I loved it. Um, this was just like a really good combination of like, it was like it had such a cute. Also, I'm not a fan of Friends to Lovers, but this this sold was like this me on was that idea. So good because it like their friendship was so genuine and so good you wanted it to work I wanted them, them to work it out so I and you knew it was gonna happen because it's you it's, know it's a romantic comedy yeah. so obviously it's gonna happen but I just was like well when is it gonna happen yeah so this book just had like so many different elements to it that I just like loved I loved that you know it made them out to be both like really nerdy and like that was so very cute. wholesome like very wholesome people that developed true friendships you know it had the devastating bit that her family was gone so breaker was her family yeah. and now breaker's family was her family mm-hmm. and yes, ma'am we're working <laughs> and then also like the spice and just like his charm oozing with so. charm he, like the characters in this were so good to me yeah they Loved. were so good so this was this honestly was is probably my favorite megan quinn book yeah i definitely and honestly one of my like this one is right up there with um icebreakers oh it's a good i think it's definitely in my top five of romantic comedies yep, i sure. will say um honorable mentions before we give this its final score which i oh, think yeah, is very apparent about- um, I did finish the Highland Fling, which mm-hmm. I know you weren't really interested in, but it was actually really cute. And I like, think a lot of her books are, yeah. I really liked it. I cried at the end because I cried at the end of the Runaway Groomsmen. The Runaway Groomsmen that was so, so good. good. I can't wait for more of those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she has one coming and those are out the soon. Three Megan Quinn books that I've read was the Runaway Groomsmen, the Highland Fling, and then this one. I've read like at least five or six at this point. So, so. I've read both of the other Kane brothers. JP and Huxley. Yeah. Then Which I, read, I think I'll read. Um, those are on my like short list. Of, I love, like I they're billionaires and they're hot. Like what more on. could you ask for? Huxley is like very dominating. I think I, I like think, Huxley. I think you'll like that one because it's really funny. Like the whole idea of it is hilarious. Is Huxley the one that's with Kelsey? Huxley is with Lottie. Okay, and then JP is and with Kelsey. Yes. Kelsey. Okay. Yep. Um, and they get together after Hux and Lottie do. Okay. But so I read those ones. Uh, I want to... Oh, I read The Wedding Game. I read uh, Runaway Groomsmen. I have The Wedding Game. And I then did she, love The Wedding Game. She I like does that one. have a new book coming out on February the 22nd. Wars. It's called The Reunion. Oh. So this one is author of The Wedding Game. Um, when three What's siblings come together then? for their parents' 50th anniversary, Martin and Peggy Chance believe love should last a lifetime with their 50th wedding anniversary on the horizon. They've modeled a beautiful relationship for their three grown children, but to their dismay, that lesson hasn't quite caught on. The three siblings just can't seem to take a chance and find love in their own lives. There's Ford, the eldest, devoted to his work and resistant to romance, or so he claims. 
Cooper, the middle child, can't get past his divorce until he reconnects with feisty Baker from his past. And Palmer, the baby of the family, is the free-spirited world traveler who always pictured herself with someone other than a handsome small-town family doctor. When the Chance siblings come together to plan the ultimate anniversary party for their parents, they'll have to navigate romantic entanglements, sibling rivalries, and the definitive end of their childhood. Whatever happens, the reunion promises to be fun, flirty, a wild ride. Yeah, that one, when I read that synopsis, uh, it didn't... It sounds cute. It sounds cute, but it didn't, like, make me want to be like, oh, let me devour that right now. But yeah, I like. The, I'll probably I read like it eventually it. because I love Megan Quinn. So I'll probably read them. Also, she has ninety-seven books. Also, her new covers for some of her new books are like they're super, like super very cute. like poppy like, and like cartooning. So cute. There's one, the Vacation Wars. I feel like that's a part of the reunion and um, Runaway Grooms. I like Grooms the name Palmer win. though. That's I th- cute. I think that those are like a part okay, of Vacation the same. Wars. And then the Runaway Groomsmen. I think that they're supposed to be a book that is the best friend from that. So there's the Wedding Game. I read that one and I liked that one is a that lot. That the one you were talking that about. That was the one I cried at on the end yes I liked that one a lot the runaway groom it was a very cute like idea of a book I haven't read anything like that either I haven't either okay shall we rate um a long time coming yes um plot uh I would say like a three and a half four I wasn't like super imaginative but I enjoyed it all right romantic hearts um a four. Okay. Uh, spice. A five. <laughs> no, 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 I would say a f- I would say four. I would say four, four, four because like after the first half when he's like trying to con- like trying to make it a normal thing, that is insane. But then after he has her, then it just kind of like Mwah. it does fizzle off. Have you read the one night? No. This one um, is... What else do we have to rate? Oh, this is recently divorced. Cooper Chance knows he's officially in a rut when his parents take him bar hopping in the hope of resurrecting his love yeah, life. Yeah, so the reunion so will have books on all those other characters. Oh, okay. So I need to read the ones with the other books if I'm going to read the reunion. Maybe. Probably. Okay. Um, overall rating. Um, overall rating, I'm going to say a solid four and a half. Ooh. I wow. really enjoyed. I was gonna say overall rating a four. I really enjoyed this. It was really fun. Um, I love the characters. Mm-hmm. I loved the spicy moments that were good. Were really, were really good. good. The spicy moments that were not so good. Well, I mean, it was all good. It just like it kind of fizzled, it fizzled out, out which made bit. me really sad. But I just I loved the characters, connected with the characters, and it was just a really fun read. I literally read this book in like four hours. Yeah. Yeah. If that speaks to anything. It told me it was going to take seven and a half hours to read it. I took four and a Did half. Did it really? I'm a slow reader compared to you. <laughs> I'm going to say it. But you read it in four and a half hours. That's what, how I read it. That's because I was... Oh, you were you were zipping. I was zipping. I was Oh, vibing. so like when it first tells you your reading rate, it said seven and a half, and then you went so fast it only took four and a half? Yeah, it like oh, okay, sped gotcha. up because I was reading it fast. Okay, if I'm really say, into a book, I'm a fast reader. Yeah. But I get if I get distracted, it just like yeah. takes forever. I was going to say like when it first shows you, it's, I think mine said like five, five and a half or something like yeah. that. But yeah, it took me like, I was done in one day. <laughs> it was so good. 
Anyways, Megan Quinn, if you hear this, I love you. If, I am. If you're Megan Quinn and you're listening, we love you so much. I love you. Also, we're gonna try to come see you in Seattle. Okay, we are. Okay. April, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have to buy. I have to buy her books so I can get them signed. Oh my god, could you imagine if we could meet Megan Quinn? I would cry. I would probably cry and just <laughs> you do the face you're doing right now, like I. I love you, Sunny. Sunny Martinez, unsolicited on Instagram. Just hyperventilating. Like and follow for more content. Are you ready to say goodbye? Bye. Bye. Oh, I thought we did it.